There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Dear Evan Hansen hits movie theaters today after making its world premiere at DC's Arena Stage in 2015 before becoming a Tony-winning Broadway sensation. I spoke with director Stephen Chbosky about the joys and challenges of bringing a hit musical from stage to screen. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is great. Now, Dear Evan Hansen has a, I mean, it has a really special DC connection. I saw it over at Arena Stage in 2015 where it started before it even made it up to Broadway and dominated. And you could just tell from the start that it was going to be a big deal even back then. But um, when when did you first see it on stage? I know you adapted Rent from Broadway for the screen, so it's not your first time. But um, when did you see Dear Evan Hansen on stage? I saw it three years ago, and I'm incredibly jealous that you saw the DC production. Uh, <laughs> I've heard about it, you know, in second state. Like, it's it's like I never actually saw Ben Platt perform it on stage. So for me, uh, doing the movie, it was like being, for me, like front row center on opening night every take. So that was exciting. But, uh, no, I'm incredibly jealous. I saw it three years ago uh, after he left the company, but I still, I love the show. I love the music. The writing was great. Um, the character was interesting. The story was like a surprise a minute. So I was all in. I, I called my agent the next day and said, I, if they make a film of this, I want in. Oh, and, and you're, you're totally right about seeing it, sitting front row seat and sort of seeing Platt just cultivate the role. You know, you knew it was going to be something big. Like he, you could see him doing those every little, you know, facial tick or little mo little choices he was making on stage to do social anxiety disorder. And also it deals with heavy themes of, you know, teen suicide, all kinds of stuff. Um, you've dealt with coming of age themes before. Perks of Being a Wallflower was awesome. Wonder was really good at adaptation as well. Why is it important for teens and younger audiences, you think, to see a movie like Dear Evan Hansen and see you grapple with these heavy issues? Well, I, I think it's important because, you know, with every opportunity, to, to actually talk about these things that's brought out into the light. You know, so often, you know, we all we all know it. it. It's not really the thing that happens or maybe it's not even the struggle itself, but it's the silence, you know, or it's sweeping under the rug. That's what leads to most of the damage. So for me to make a movie about all these themes, whether it's depression, anxiety, social anxiety, uh, suicide, you know, or e even, even some of the lighter parts of the film, which is like about first love and crushes and all those things, the more we talk about it, the more light it gets, the more light it gets, the better people's lives are. And, you know, I, you know, I, I consider it a real, real pleasure and an honor to be able to make these kinds of movies because Hollywood doesn't make them often. And, and I've gotten to make it now three times. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who knew? To your point, who knew a, a cast with a name on it could be like a such a, a consistent symbol in a in a show or a movie? Um, well, let's pivot to the songwriting. I mean, Bench Pask and Justin Paul are you know legends in their own time a little bit. You know, they wrote all the songs for The Greatest Showman, uh, La La Land. They won their Oscar for. Um, but uh, Dear Evan Hansen, man, it, it's it's the it's the same thing. I mean, these are these are iconic show tunes now. I mean, Waving Through a Window particularly is mm-hmm. is was just an instant show tune classic um just dote on your songwriters real fast and i mean you the gift of having such great songs in, in a movie makes it easier for you right <laughs> oh it's fantastic that's you know look that's a good chunk of why i did it it, it you know so often broadway it, it's like they don't have i don't know these songs are catchy and there's like a pop element and and they're memorable right away and 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 i think the lyrics are genuinely profound it's like it's like great folk art it's like this thing that that um speaks truth but it doesn't get too ahead of itself it's not too fancy to be understood by everybody i think they're great populists and and truly and and very nice guys Uh, you know working with them was a pleasure and and the two new songs that they wrote or in the case of uh the anonymous ones uh co-wrote with amanda stenberg are fantastic i can't wait for the fans to hear the new stuff for sure, for sure. Um, and then when it, when you go to um, you know casting the movie, I mean, you've you've had a knack over the years. Ezra Miller is still in our minds <laughs> from Perks of Being a Wallflower. Jacob Tremblay, of course, was in Room, and you brought him over for Wonder with the prosthetics and stuff. But uh, how did you decide to go with you know obviously Ben Platt because he was in the show, but Caitlin Deaver too. I mean, Short Term Twelve, Last Man Standing, Booksmart. I mean, she's on a roll. But talk about casting those two leads. Well, I, I, look, Ben. To me, there was going to be nobody other than Ben to play Evan. Um, even though I never saw him do it on stage, I did hear the soundtrack like millions of other people. And even even without the visual, it was so fantastic and emotive. So he was it, um, you know. And and so in in doing auditions, when Caitlin Deaver, I remember the day we saw a lot of great actors that day, genuinely, and all of them singing different songs. She came in, she had one scene, she sang only us, and she made me cry instantly. And Caitlin Deaver is. She's, you know, it's funny. I, I, there was a joke on set uh, that, that I wrote, which was basically, what is the opposite of a diva? It's a diva. She is that nice. She's that unpretentious. And she just brings the talent every take, every time. And she's a very generous actor to boot. So I, I just can't say enough about her. I, I, I would work with her again on anything I do uh, for the rest of my career. I love that opposite of a diva is a diva. That You should trademark that. That's genius. <laughs> um, well, cool. I mean, you uh, you said, you know, in your mind, there was no one other than than Platt. So the question I have to ask, you know, it's coming is, you know, that Twitter controversy about him being 27 playing a high school. And I, did I read something that the streaming release might do some digital de-aging technology like Scorsese used in the Irishman? What's your what's your, you know, canned response to that? Because I know you got you've had to address it a million times. But why do you think the movie can succeed in spite of that? Or is that not even an issue to you? Um, it, it, it's only an issue to me because. I really love and respect Ben Platt. I've worked with him. He's a, he's a fine young man. He's a great actor. And so for me, it's just, I, look, I, I honestly, having done these movies before with Perks Me Wallflower, everything else you mentioned, I have cast people of similar ages to play high school my entire career. And I think maybe the fact that like we have tape of him singing at the Tonys many years ago, that there's a comparison. Uh, maybe that's why there's a hubbub or maybe just, you know, people have been cooped up for 18 months in their in their houses and are are just looking for something to get. Out. I, I'm not even sure. Um, to me, uh, you know, I always see. Look, if, if you, 
go see the movie. Um, he's a genius. <laughs> you know, it's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Um, and uh, let alone worked with. Uh, so, you know, if by the end, you, you know, you're still not convinced, uh, and then it wasn't for you. And that's fine. You know, it's like we, we live in a free world and uh, everybody's entitled to their opinions. I will say this, having gone screening after screening after screening after screening for Q&As, you know, and just to get the word out, right? It's like, it's like once the movie's over, the vast, vast, vast majority of people don't like it. It's a great performance. It's a lovely story. And, uh, and, you know, he's a treasure as far as I'm concerned. By the way, that was a very long answer. That wasn't canned at all. <laughs> Thanks. I was dreading asking you that one because I admire your, you know, your previous work and everything. So um, I'm glad you, you hit it head on there for me. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the uh, honesty. You were very welcome. Awesome. Well, um, I know they're giving me the go home as happens in these quick zoom interviews, but I really appreciate you taking the time and I'm sure Ben appreciates the, all that support. And yeah, like we saw him in DC and I got to say on stage, it was, it was, you know, he, he it was a magical perform. You could tell he a star was born with that. So um, thank you again, everybody. Uh, it's Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, the, the movie version it hits theaters September 24th. Thanks, Steven. Thank you, Jason. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.